I missed that four just to keep <laughs> you on your toes. We haven't got four in Wales. Have you not? We've only got up to three. We, that other one you said, the one after four, I don't <laughs> yeah. even know what that is. <laughs> Have you heard one, of four? One, two, three, many. Yeah, one, two, three, lords. That's how it goes in Wales. So we come to sheep. One, two, three. That's enough, lords. You got enough, yeah, yeah. lords. Yeah, if you got more than three sheep, you got too many sheep. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast. Sapnin. Sapnin. You're listening to episode 37 of Sapnin Podcast with myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend, Morgan Richards. It's me. This week's guest we got to speak to at 2000 Trees and is former Ruben frontman and current Jamie Lenman frontman, Jamie Lenman. Nice. Probably best way to describe him, I reckon. Yep. Nailed both of his jobs. Yes. Well, not both of his jobs because he's got loads of jobs that we touch on in this interview. Oh, it's true. Well remembered, Sean. Well remembered. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so yeah, we got to speak to Jamie at 2000 Trees, uh, which was a lovely day and Jamie performed a couple of times. Yeah, he was very busy all over the shop, really, at that festival. We had a couple of uh, stages and campsites dedicated to him. We'll touch on that in a little bit. Um, But yeah, got a nice long chat it took some time out of his schedule to jump on the podcast so massive thanks to him again or his pr team and 2000 trees for having us there yes thank you very much to all of those yeah but it's got a really nice chat he's very passionate quite charismatic uh, and funny unique individual probably the best thing to say yeah he does loads of different accents as well <laughs> like he's got a personality disorder i hope he hasn't i'm sorry if you have Ooh. Leave it in. But he's quite artistic, so probably maybe that's a little bit of it. Diving into all his little artistic outlets, Sean. Aye. Probably. Probably. Aye. Yeah, but of course, in the interview, we're going to be talking to him a lot about his new covers album, Shuffle, his time in Rubing, and the status of that band, the legacy they've left on a lot of people, and a host of surprising topics that you'll definitely have you thinking once or twice about. And of course, I had to ask, was there any chance of a Ruben reunion? So, so find out the answer to that a little bit later on. Yes. Yeah. But we touch a lot about his new covers album, Shuffle. Yes. Some great and different styles of tracks on there, covering everyone from the Beatles to Sidney Lauper, uh, Popeye, yeah. and even ancient Greek songs. So a little bit for everyone on there, but always go on. Who the fuck are the ancient Greek songs for? Um, you say a little bit for everyone. Okay. Who's going? I tell you what. Tell I you hope what. to God, former frontman of Ruben, <laughs> Jamie Lenman, records a Greek song. 
You never know, Sean. People want mad things. It's on the internet, people want a bit of everything, don't they? The fuck's wrong with people? Oh. But do you know what always gets me interested about covers? What? Is that if people struggle to get the covers done or there's been any obstacles in the way yeah. making these kind of albums? Because I know, Sean, the Blackout had a little bit of trouble when you recorded Lap Dance by NERD. Yes, we did. Yeah, we recorded Lap Dance as a B-side. The best cover we ever recorded. And it's up there with our Save Tonight cover, which is also really good. So check him out. Uh, check that out on YouTube, bl- the Blackout Save Tonight. Um, but yeah, the lap dance one, we sent it to NERD to get approval because we took a third verse out. Basically, if you cover a song and record it, if you make any changes to the lyrics, you have to ask for permission for the person you're covering. So we sent the song to NERD because we missed out the third verse in Lap Dance, which is a guy called Harvey rapping because we just wanted to make it shorter and make it a bit more snappier. And we never got it cleared. No. NERD wouldn't clear it. So, But the thing is, I know they heard it because like a year later, we played Puckle Pop Festival or Pink Pop Festival in Belgium and NERD were playing and we were watching from like the middle of... Um, like the crowd where it goes up where there's like a security barrier or whatever. And we were watching and Pharrell looked at me and said, this song's dedicated to the blackout. And then they started lap dance. So he knows about it, <laughs> but he didn't clear it. And it's how best I think he's scared. And I know he listens every week. So well, yeah, Pharrell, obviously. do us a favor, but go back in time and let us put that song. Oh, I reckon if we'd put that out, we'd still be a band. Do you reckon? I reckon it would have been pop punk. You know, that pop goes... Yeah, punk goes pop yeah, bollocks. Yeah, yeah. We would have won that. We would have completed you that. Probably would have, because I have heard this cover. It's and the best. Yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah. So if um <laughs> if people want to hear it, um if you could PayPal me five pounds to, never mind. I won't. I won't oh. do that. Um, but I will. I would have sent it to you. Um, anyway. Well, why yeah. can't why can't we just get everyone who listens to this to tweet at Pharrell? No, please don't. No. Please don't tweet okay, it for out. Do don't do that. No, God, if you, no. If you do want to tweet him, tell him to come on the podcast, though, because that's a conversation that'll, yeah, that'll I would good. love to have. Yeah, that would be very, very it good. It would be very, very it would good. Be me doing a high-pitched, excited voice and him going, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> um, uh, but yeah. you reckon Save Tonight is probably the best black or cover, then? I think so. Yeah? I think so, yeah. I can't think what else we did. My generation, we did loads of covers. You did. It was like a nice B-side and stuff for albums you did back in the day. Lump by President of the United States. Yeah. That was all right. Fight for your right to party by the Beastie Boys. We covered that. We covered I Kissed a Girl by Katy Perry. Too many bloody covers. Write your own songs, you lazy shits. <laughs> oh, yeah. But speaking of Jamie Lemon, of course, he's going to be appearing at Arc Tangent Festival yes. between August 15th and 17th. That's next week. Oof. Because he's going to be filling in on vocals for Black Peaks because Will cannot uh, perform at the time. He's going through a couple of things. So Jamie Lemon's stepping in. Oh, nice. That'll be a sight then. That'll be a spectacle. It's going to be a performance for the ages. Oh, nice. Bloody hell. You should do I've, PR for him. <laughs> Put a little bit of pressure on there for him, but Jesus, I think it's going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be a once-in-a-lifetime performance. I heard Jamie Lemon said it's going to be the greatest set ever sung by one man, so... If it's not, <laughs> that's up to him. He didn't. May not, Jimmy Lennon may not have said that. Yeah, carry on. Well, we'll um, talk about it later so you can find out what he says about it. Yeah, but it's going to be a really special 
your performance really and if you're looking for a last minute festival getaway what better way to look at arc tangent nice. and listeners of the podcast can get 10% off their tickets if they visit arctangent.co.uk forward slash tickets do they have to use something or just yeah well I always help yeah they can use a promotional called Satman oh, as well I did, I did yeah. forget about that bit yeah, but. yeah the most important bit oh sorry um, yeah the bit yeah they can go to the website but they can't get 10% off tickets and just look in the website going well you told me to get this far and I've gone this far what do I do now What's happening in the code thing, in yeah, the promo that. code thing? Please. Well, not please, it's up to you, isn't it? Uh, yeah, if you want to go, then yeah. that's the best way to go. And you get to see headliners like Coe's and Cambria, Battles, nice. and Meshuggah at a tangent. I've got friends who are desperate to go to that yeah. festival now, so yes. Ooh. Should be good. Um, yeah, we were looking at the lineup the other day, and we found a couple of uh, outrageous band names that oh, I've I never a, heard before. I love a good band name. I love a ridiculously good band name because they're all gone now, right? Every band name you can think of is gone. That's why we end up with Raiders. In the end, we just went, oh, we Raiders and whatever. Yep, just settle. And um, yeah, all band names are gone. Oh. So two in particular I saw at um, Arc Tangent. Names that I absolutely love are Cocaine Piss. Right, okay. Which anybody who's ever done cocaine knows they should have just been called Clear. Haha, <laughs> I, I just heard ev- all cocaine users laughing at the same time. Oh, right, okay, because I, I didn't know no, what you were exactly, on about. Really well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me neither. But, it, oh, okay, good. Yeah. Um, and my favourite name, by far, throw four words together, boys. Weed Mammoth Wizard Bastard. There's not four different bands. That's one band. <laughs> <laughs> That's an outstanding name, to be fair. It's ridiculous. How would you reckon they came up with that? Do you reckon it was just like a dictionary landed on those four words? I think they just went, right, what do we like? Weed. <laughs> what's your favorite animal? Uh, mammoth. Uh, what's your favorite magical creature? Wizard. All right. Um, what's, your, what's your favorite swear word for someone? Bastard. <laughs> so we're called Weed Mammoth Wizard Bastard. All right. Nice one, Tim. Well, I don't know if anyone are called Tim, but <laughs> great name. Absolutely. Well, if anyone name. is going to Arc Tangent, please go and watch them and let us know please. what they are like, because I'm very intrigued. Yeah, we could find out ourselves, but what we're doing is lazy. We're sending you as spies to go and see Weed Mammoth Wizard Bastard. It rolls off a tongue. And um, yeah, take a, take a video of them and tag at Sapnin Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can use the socials at Sapnin Pod and get in touch with us. Suggest future guests, ideas for shows. Send us photos of you with former guests of the show. That's always a good end. Yeah. Think of that. Yeah. Hunt down former guests, shout Sapnin at them and take photos of them and then send it to us. Yep. Hunting's a bit harsh, but definitely look for them. Look for them. Yeah. Definitely do it. Cool. And while we're asking to check things out, obviously... A little thing that would be nice for you to check out is our Patreon page. Yeah. Check out patreon.com forward slash sapnin, S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N. And uh, yeah, you could support the show and help us do this and make this bigger and better every week. We are trying. I promise we're trying. Yeah, we are. We are trying. We're putting a lot of effort into it. But yeah, you can have a look, get loads of different tiers and exclusives uh, back for your support and get involved in the Facebook community group. There's some mad things keep on going on in there, Sean. Yeah, I'm terrified by it a lot of the time. Sometimes oh. I go on and go, oh no, what have they put now? I know. And it's also turned into dating for goths. Yeah. We have. We've 
made our first couple. We've got we a sapling yeah, couple. There's a sapling couple which in the world. It worries me a little bit too. It but excites it's me as thing. much as it worries me. Like I'm chuffed for them, but I'm also like, oh, I'm not saying things are going to go wrong. But if they did just happen <laughs> to go wrong, someone's leaving the Patreon, eh? So. Wow. Don't be dodgy to the boys Like we, we're hooking you up Yeah So yeah If you're looking for love <laughs> If you're looking for love Check out Patreon.com Forward slash Sabinin And the sooner Paul marries Becky The sooner I have to stop Trying to pronounce her Daft surname That too Cool Awesome stuff Um Anymore? Oh, yeah, a couple of things I wanted to mention uh, very quickly while we're telling you to check things out. Uh, it was announced this week that Funeral for a Friend Ooh, are going to be reuniting for two special charity shows in October in both Cardiff and London. Yes. And I'm extremely excited about seeing those boys back together uh, again playing shows. And it's all for a good cause, isn't yes. it, Sean? Um, yeah, we've got a friend called Stuart Brothers who... Um, uh, if you've seen the film for a friend post, you will know they have. They said he is literally, literally and figuratively the biggest funeral for a friend fan of all time. Um, he is. He's about six foot five. Um, but yeah, he's um, he's in hospital at the moment, and he's been given like a terminal prognosis. So, funeral for a friend are getting back together to raise funds for Stu's family and. Um, Yes, such a great cause, and uh, we're hoping we can do something with the podcast as well yeah. to help raise money or um, get the funeral boys on, and then yeah, work out how we can raise money that way as well. So, yeah, awesome funeral for friend about together just for these two shows, just for Stu. Hang in there, Stu, bro. Fucking love you to death. If it wasn't for Stu. The Blackout wouldn't have written the song I'm a Riot, You're a Fucking Riot because Stu threw a birthday party in Club Eva Bach once which was all metal bands and a Blackout and we were like, <laughs> we can't do this, bro. We can't play High Tide during this metal <laughs> fest. So we wrote I'm a Riot a week before we did the show. On the way. Just because so we could be more metal. Oh, that's so awesome. there you go. That's cool. Um, yeah. But make sure to go and check out that Facebook um, uh, post, that funeral did post, because then you've got the links to the Just Giving, everything like that, and how you can uh, get involved with it as well. And tickets for those two shows are on sale today. Ooh. So act fast, because they're going to sell out oh, like <laughs> hotcakes. Very, 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 very hotcakes. Too yeah. hot. No, not too hot, because people will handle them. Um, <laughs> No, but I'm, yeah. I'm, ex- I'm excited for it and I can't wait to see those boys playing, uh, especially with Darren Smith and Ryan Richards. Yes, the old band back together. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. And as Sean said, if we can get involved uh, with happening in any way, shape or form, we will be looking into that over the next couple of weeks and uh, months. So let uh, us know what you'd like us to do. And for people getting in touch saying that the blackout should reform for these shows. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did try. Oh. So okay, let's move on. Let's stop tagging me ah. in things and saying the black out come on together, because I'm sick to death of it. Do that I, has I nothing even... to do with. Hey, if you've listened to any of these episodes, you know I would give my fucking bollocks to be back in the blackout. <laughs> but guess what? Other people don't want to do it, so I'm stuck here. So tell me how, how much you want the blackout to get back together. Does n- absolutely. F- <laughs> Fuck all. I did say I did see Jay leading the charge with these comments as Bastard. well. It's so the top <laughs> comment on that film for Fen Bosses. Black okay about together, I reckon. Tit. He's done that on purpose just to wind you up. But I know, and I messaged him. I told him not to do it, bro. 
stop doing that because people might think, oh, yeah, perhaps they are then. Oh, yeah. Or, <laughs> I know. If I nag Sean, the one who's cra- nearly cried about it on his podcast, perhaps he'll be able to get back. If I could get him back together, I would have got us back together for my own sake, wouldn't I? Not just reunion shows. <gasps> Coffee to calm down. Sorry. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. For room for friends, happy days. And just quickly before we go into the interview, we haven't done this for the last couple of weeks. We only do a little news blast. News blast. Oh, no. It's going to do it in there. Yeah. Now. See? It just oh, did it. Oh. oh. What? There. It did there, it then. then. Well, what about if it doesn't out? News blast. There you go. Ah, nice. Awesome. Nice. Yeah, so we haven't done a news blast the last couple of weeks or anything. So I just wanted to mention uh, very quickly a load of new music I've been listening to as of late. Of course, the new Junior record is out. Tidy. Beautiful Life. They yes. were our guests on last week's podcast. Brilliant, funny, hilarious, real-life superstars. Yes, re- we had some really nice feedback about that and um, about the boys. Obviously, yeah. they're fucking lovely. Well, they're, they're generally the nicest guys in the world. Yeah, too nice. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I challenge listeners to find nicer human beings, but I don't think they would. Snores. Dave Grohl, apparently. I'll okay. have to put that in because I can't confirm that 100%. Okay. Yeah, there's not many nicer, no. I don't think. I don't know. So, yeah. As it is. Oh, they were really nice, didn't they? Were, they? they were and nice. We, and we've seen... <laughs> Look at us talking. Like, it's a bad thing. Like, it's a bad... Oh, they were really... As it is, are fucking lovely. They are. And we've seen Ronnie at a few festivals since recording their episode, and he's been <laughs> just a, a chuckle with us. So. Yeah, it's lovely. Um, um, yeah, but Beautiful Life, I've been listening to it a lot well, lately. we played that show with them, didn't we? Yeah, you my band did, Raiders yes. played with uh, Junior at Club Bar, and the show was great, and it sold out. So congratulations Woo! to the Junior boys. Um, the album's great. Brick by Brick is a massive tune for me. I've even said on social media that it is the fire emoji, so take oh that what you will. God, and uh, No, I'm enjoying it. It's the official theme tune for NXT TakeOver UK Cardiff. NXT UK TakeOver Cardiff. Nearly, nearly got in the right wrong way there. around. Yeah. Um, um, which yeah, is so also, check yeah. it out. Well, when they were playing, I was on my phone. Um, I was just checking my phone, and I saw Triple H tweeted about them while they were on stage, and I was like... <laughs> I want to run and tell. Like I literally <laughs> want to run on stage and show up my phone. And I was like, I can't. I gotta wait. And then I did a song with them. And then after the show, I was like, Oh, boys! Triple H tweeted while you were on stage as well. So yeah, and, and with a video of him as well. Yeah, so happy awesome. days. Yeah, yeah. So go and check that out. And Thanks, go Paul. Yeah, and go and check out the podcast we did with them last week if you haven't already. Uh, other new music I've been listening to. Another friend of the podcast and former guest, Tom Jenkins. Oh, I know Tom Jenkins. He's yeah. just released his new single, Drovers. Yes, or Drover. Mm. Plural or singular? I think it's plural. Oh. I've been listening to it a lot anyway. What if you type in Drover? It, if you type in Tom Jenkins and then write Drover, yeah, well, it'll, it'll, it'll come up anyway. If there's an S it's going to come it? up anyway. Yeah. But it's a lovely uh, little number. Yeah. Uh, go and check it out if you haven't a already. Little number. <laughs> I saw Gavin Butler tweet about it saying, I wish I'd written this chorus. He did. And if Gavin said that, then you know it's good yeah because to be fair Blackout with a lot of good choruses thank you I don't know if you wrote them or not so all of them all of them I wrote every bit of the so Blackout so why does Gavin wish he wrote the Tom Jenkins one well he wish he wrote any chorus that's the thing it's not ah, it's not yeah it's, it's not, not him saying oh, I wish I'd written <laughs> this for the Blackout because nobody in the Blackout apart from me wrote anything okay and that's factual I, I don't believe that mm-hmm. but well, we'll see we'll, you want to see me play drums but <laughs> no I haven't Nobody has come terrible at it. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, and I've been talking to Tom um, 
a little bit lately and he's got his new album all ready to come out in the next couple of months uh, as well so keep an eye peeled on and that he's also got members of Canterbury he has band. Luke from Canterbury features on the record yes. you can hear the story about this on our podcast with him but I don't mean be Luke's messaged me lately what on, on Instagram yeah. oh yeah see what well, right. I'll tell you we'll tell oh. you more after this other pieces of new music that I'm really liking at the moment as well is the new single by Paris I've been listening Ooh. Purvis then Paris Pivots. with a V <laughs> no, no, Paris Paris but the A is a V I'm not I'm not saying that Lynn or any of the other members Pavres. are in it that, that one oh, I think I offered to fight it I offered to fight it didn't I fight it I right? wasn't going to bring this up Sean but you did you um you you Fuck called out know. you called out Lynn to yeah, have a, I call have it a all bands with V's in the name so Shoops Shapes Shavups or sh- over pairs now they yeah. are yeah. Um, Pavares yeah what the, other bands are there? They're the two that comes to mind, but there's more. There's there is, definitely more. Oh, there's I've defi- seen them and got angered by them. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely more, but I think they're the main two. But yeah. I, I, can we just say I love Paris with a V uh, a Paris. lot. Yeah, them. Um, Stop pronouncing it wrong. Pronounce it as if they've written it. Perverse. Perverse. Okay, I really like Perverse, and it's I, not my fault. Like, I'm, I'm excited to see him at Reading Festival. I was hoping we'd have a chat with him, but after Sean said all this. Well, there's no... Wait, wait. Just because they got a V in name... D- right, I'm going to clear this up. Just because they got a V in name doesn't mean I hate the band or the people. Okay, right? good. I like the shapes, boys. Sh- yeah. Uh, shiv- <laughs> fuck, fuck myself up. I like the shivups, boys, very much. They're all good. lovely, right? Yes. And Grante Bassist is a top chap, right? Pavaris, I've spoken to a couple of times myself. Okay, good. Um, I played some shows with them. And then I got to interview them for Kerrang! Oscars TV. Um, we had a great time every time, but you've put a fucking V in your name where there should have been a vowel. I'm not accepting that. Okay, cool. And if you expect me to pronounce it right, correctly, well, what you think is correct, you're bang wrong. It's perverous. You've got a V, I'm using the V. The end. Nice. But anyway, Death of Me is a really good track. I'm excited for the new record and I'm really excited to see him play live at Reading Festival because we're going to be there talking to loads of bands. I'm also very excited to see Young Blood live. Oh, yes. Because that's going to be a dance. Yes. Um, yeah. I'm getting more and more into Young Blood every week, I think. Um, well, you are his father, allegedly. Allegedly. It might have been. Might have been. You don't know. Well, we're going to be at Reading. If he's about and wants to have a Jeremy Kyle style uh, DNA test, I'm up for that. We can do it live on the podcast. Yeah, man. Yeah. Man. yeah. Oh, do you know? Yeah, man. But anyway, we're going to be at Reading Festival. Oh, we, man. Yeah, man. We are, man. Yeah, man. Gonna- <laughs> that sounds Jamaican. <laughs> 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 we're going to be at Reading Festival if there's anyone you'd like us to speak to at that event then tag us on the social medias at Sapling Pod get Post Malone on it oh. what, what, get Billy Eilish on oh, get 21 but it's not that easy but we will try we have put them down on a list a wish list we've got a wish list sorry Mo sorry Mo carry on man cool yeah well, let us know and we'll hopefully see you there Oh, sorry, I was finishing coffee. Yes, we will see you there. Uh, Reading Festival is going to be a top laugh. Yes. And, um, yeah, can't wait. So, should we get on the podcast? Yeah, we probably should. Jamie Lemon's waiting right now f- to talk to us. Poor bugger. Oh. Poor, poor bugger. Um, anyway, this is the wonderful Jamie Lenman. Sapnin! 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 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's happening? What's happening? Wagwan. Oh, nice. He's, He's gone Jamaican. Jamaican. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Jim Aiken. Jay Aiken. Jamie Aiken. Jamie yeah, Aiken. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. It works. It's a terrible start for me, but yeah. Cool. Yeah, our uh, guest at this time is the great Jamie Lenman. How Blimey. are you? Yes, I'm very good. Thank you. I always get a little bit better when someone introduces me as the great something. Unless it's followed by the word like Burke <laughs> or oh. The great bastard. The great I a bad name. No, I Great bastard. It's a yeah. good band name, I think. It's a good album title. Like Guillaume Le Batau. Oh. I don't know if anyone's called themselves Guillaume Le Batau, but that would be good, That's man. That would be real good. <laughs> I met a guy at Arc Tangent called Guillaume. I was like, what's your name? He's like, Guillaume. I said, ah, come Guillaume Le Batau. And he's like, ah, oui. We got it. We got it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> the great awesome. bastard. Uh. But yeah, how are you? I am very good. Thank you very much. We're in this cool tent. And uh, I mean, it's cool both philosophically and uh, temperature-wise. <laughs> yeah. It's got everything going for it. Yeah, yeah awesome. <laughs> so of course we're here at 2000 Trees Festival. But before we start, Jamie, this festival is you've become one of the, the kind of regulars of this yeah. festival and kind of the originals, I'd say, and building up many years when this festival began. There's yeah. there's homages to you in various parts where you've even got Camp Rubin and everything like that. Is this just being for you great to see the evolution of the festival and, and you growing with it every year the, my my favorite thing about this festival is is how it has grown because um i was supposed to play here with my band just before they broke up mm. and they were a very small festival and i think because we were headlining it was a, it was a big deal that the, one of their headliners split up before they could get there and so i felt really bad about that I had, I had a lot of personal stuff going on but i still i hate to cancel shows at any point yeah. even if like my own life was being cancelled mm. effectively but i felt really bad about it and then I, I think the next year i met james in a pub 
and they were like, oh, this guy runs that festival that you crapped out on. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll go the other way. But he was, <laughs> I got to go. He's, he was so welcoming and happy and friendly to me. And I thought, oh, man, he really, he really gets it. You know, I didn't do it out of malice or, or, or not that I didn't care. And we've been, remained friends ever since. And then he's had me back so many times. So you think after what someone could have viewed as like a mortal insult to turn that round into a, a welcoming embrace yeah, without getting too philosophical is really I think it sums up the whole festival yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and the man you know and the organisation yeah. yeah you know you're right the, the vibe is very friendly it's nice sir. everyone seems cool I like yeah, it no definitely yeah. yeah yeah yeah. and with that as well the fans have really taken you on board as one of the regulars I'd say it's probably you Frank Turner and the excerpts are probably the kind of OGs oh, if we say all extra miles aren't they the excerpts were extra miles as well yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think Frank has probably played places more than me any venue you care to mention he's probably played my bedroom more than me I know for a fact he's played my spare bedroom one times because I was there we were staying at my house and he found a guitar from somewhere and suddenly there's all these songs from upstairs and he was having a little sing song to himself so yeah he's played that part of my house more than me but um, I mean I'd like, I can't compete I'd like with to think Frank. that you came home from tour and he was just in there playing yeah. like, oh Frank right. leave it out go on your own tour you shit I wouldn't put it past him him. We were on tour at the time and he had a spare five minutes so he bushed out a song. He's always playing. He's a real... Music really is in his blood which is uh, why I love him and why everyone else loves him, you know. Yeah, yeah, well, fantastic. Well, it's been a very busy period for you lately because you've just released a covers album but it's yeah. a kind of a project nice. you've been working on for quite a while showing songs from inspirations kind of from comics, video games, TV and there's everything uh, in between. What was the whole kind of idea behind it and is this something you've wanted to do for quite a long time? Very, very, very long time. I always thought a covers record, even when we were in the band, I was trying to sell the guys on a covers record and they were like, nah. And no one, no one wants to know about the covers record. And I, I met with a lot of, um, not obstacles, but a lot of skepticism, a lot of raised eyebrows yeah. when I mooted the concept. And I actually have tried to do it before each of my solo albums I've said to the producer, let's do a bunch of covers. And they've said, no. And then we, <laughs> so we made other records. And this time, I got, uh, I put my foot down. I was like, look, the next thing I'm doing, I'm going to fucking do this covers record. It's only going to be covers. Everything you're, you're going to record is only going to be covers. You all think I was joking, covers. but I'm yeah. doing it. So I'm really pleased that I, I made it happen. Nice. And the reaction has been uh, overwhelming. Did you um, did you find any hurdles or like blockages along the way with like getting songs released? Because No, no. I mean, that's the beautiful thing about a covers record is that um, unless you're going to completely destroy it or put loads of like prof profane lyrics in it, um, anyone can sing anybody's yeah. song. And, uh, and that's the beauty of music and that's how I feel about my songs as well I, I think it's so great that anyone could just pick up a guitar and play one of mine if, if they so choose and it always makes me happy when I hear people singing my songs yeah. and I hope maybe some of the writers of these songs I mean I know a couple of them a couple of them are written by close friends and I know how happy it makes them and maybe even if you know Cindy Lauper or Annie Lennox or even Paul McCartney I'm sure he's sick to death of people singing Beatles songs <laughs> yeah. but you never know he might hear this and go oh meet free Monday so come on tour yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you want to come on tour mate? Yeah. I mean I don't want to be his best buddy can you imagine that that'd be tough imagine <laughs> having to never talk about the Beatles again <laughs> but I think if he if he heard it and also look around who's other best buddy you don't want to do you don't want to who's his other best buddy well 
I would have said John would have been. That's true. So you that's don't want that to, you know, you don't want to. I don't think that's the deal. I don't think uh, Mark Chapman a, was angry with Paul McCartney and took oh, it I out on was, John. Yeah, I thought no. he was just like, who's best friends with Paul McCartney? No. I want to be best friends with Paul McCartney. <laughs> I don't think, uh, well, I wouldn't put it past the mad fucker, but who knows, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. But um, it, the title of the album is called Shuffle. Yes. Which is a great name for a covers record. Yeah, thank I you. I think. I mean, you know, especially, you know, when everyone's listening to it on Spotify or wherever, you've got the perfect. Natural, natural shuffle, yeah. Yeah, yeah. natural. Was yeah. that, did that just come easy to you? Or? Well, it's funny. I mean, thanks for saying it's a great name. I thought it was a little bit flippant because, you know, I, I was creating what I thought was my masterpiece and I was <laughs> picking up all these long, uh, pretentious titles for it. But then the producer said, you know, what's the concept behind it? We need to find somewhere to link it all together. And I said, well, you know, I suppose it's like having Spotify yeah. or your iPad or whatever, your iPod on shuffle. And then from then on, it couldn't really be called anything else. Shuffle is what it was. Yeah. And you know what? I quite like it now. It's got a sort of a lightness of heart and it stops it getting bogged down. Because some of the stuff like reading a whole chapter of Moby Dick, that's pretty fucking pretentious. <laughs> so it, I think it pulls it back from the brink of being like, for instance, stretch, like taking all your gear off, off stage. Yeah, one yeah. Like one. <laughs> so yeah. 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 yeah, but with that, was there a long process for you to decide what you kind of wanted to put on there? Or did you just know from kind of day one? Yeah, was what? there any that didn't make? the cut there were a couple they were all late comers that made the cut uh, they, these ideas have been sticking to me like uh, limpets on the bottom of a boat you know and you have yeah. to scrape the hull uh, every now and then you know maybe when I was 10 years old I first heard Love Song for a Vampire and I knew mm. I wanted to cover that and then at Shebop you know I got into that a little bit later Cindy Lauper and I was like I'm taking that I'm, yeah. I'm going to do that one day so we're talking over 20 years that I've been trying to get this uh, record out and these ideas this stuck with me along the way and maybe the newest one was perhaps Killer that I decided I just tried it in a band practice yeah. and it sounded so great but the rest of them yeah they've been um, what do you call it fermenting <laughs> stewing <laughs> for a long time kicking yeah. up a stink absolutely yeah, um, yeah how did it come about you you did a Popeye thing, right? I did Popeye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> look, look me dead in the eye. Yeah. I, did, I just yeah. thought because I don't know how it goes down in the valleys, but in... in <laughs> we haven't got Popeye. We haven't got TVs yet. So, TVs, uh, right. Popeye's about another 20 years. You just watch a sheep through a wooden yeah. frame. Yeah, That's all right. it is. Oh, I know it. I love Wales. But... Uh, <laughs> When I was no. at school, everyone sang the rude version of the Popeye theme. You know, I live in an ice cream van or I live in a frying pan or yeah. whatever. <laughs> and you eat germs and you spit out the worms. And I always thought that was a much more interesting character than the weird sort of sailor that's had the heart attack, hasn't he? Yeah. Sort of, he's had a stroke, left yeah. side of his body. I thought the Popeye that we sung about in the school playground was a much uh, darker, greasier <laughs> character. And I wondered what his song would sound like if he could sing it. And so that's the Popeye that I'm singing nice. about. Not the fellow yeah. with the tumours in his arm. <laughs> no, not that Massive guy. No, no. Tumors in his arms. Yeah. What a weird shape. Work him. Hard. I never yeah. thought about like that. To be yeah, honest, it's terrible. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, you're really passionate about this covers project you've you've been working on. But the last original uh, piece of new music was about two years ago with, with that last album. In that time, is it being you writing anything else? Yeah, I'm always or? writing. I'm always writing. I mean, it's just about when the time is right for that kind of thing. I think last year. Yeah, I put out a single last year with Justine from Employed to Serve and Andrew from Arcane Roots. So that was the last original single. And then I did a live album because I'd previously done a concert that we put out. And that sort of kept things ticking over for the Christmas period. And then during that Christmas period, I was recording Shuffle. So it, although it might seem a long time since that last yeah. record, I've been very busy ever since and still writing. And I'm hoping to get some stuff down early next year and keep it rolling. Because BSM, they will put out any old crap. <laughs> 
Any, no, no, no. What I mean is, they're very supportive, and they never say no to me. And whatever idea I go to them with, case in point, the Shuffle album, they say great. And so um, I just keen to get, I'm keen to get the stuff out there as quick as I can, and they nice. very, they facilitate that in a very easy, uh, friendly, happy way. I'm trying to think how you can play tricks on them. Maybe like send them the same song ten times and go, "Oh, this is the album," and see if they not even notice. They put it out. They just, <laughs> they're so cool with it. And they, if I'd say this is a whole concept, and they go, "Okay," yeah. just because they believe in me, and uh, that's not to be abused. So I have to watch nice. out. I don't want to in any way take advantage of their faith and their good judgment. That's yeah, no, it's cool. nice. Nice to hear you've got that kind of connection and yeah. relationship. It's, a, with it's them. lovely. It's nice to have that freedom. Yeah, freedom is what it is. Yeah, and it takes, it takes faith, like I say, and it takes. Let's be frank, it takes money. Hmm. and they're willing to redirect their funds into whatever venture I come up with because nice. we all get on we're all friends and they're on my wavelength you know so they didn't bat an eyelid when I said I'm going to do an album full of covers they just said great go for it which is incredible and so what am I going to come up with next <laughs> let's see, let's see. Yeah, what can you do but whatever yeah. it is it'll be worthwhile I promise. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to work out what you could do to get kicked, like get, to get dropped, to get dropped. Be <laughs> um, That's my project for next year. <laughs> How am next, I going to get dropped? Yeah. Next level. What would be outrageous? Outrageous next level for you to do? I've got some pretty EP far out ideas. Songs? Yeah. Simon's heard some of them, <laughs> and we decided not to tell BSM about them just yet. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, but good. maybe that's a meeting for later in the year. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Well. Well. Uh, yeah. You've had uh, Guy. Guy's played with you recently. That's isn't right. He? Guy from, Davis. Yeah. yeah from Ruben. Um, so is there any ever chance of any Ruben stuff? I yeah, I'm sure I have to. I I'm have sure to, you get this all on. the time. But the thing is, the thing is, when Guy started playing a couple of shows with me, because I'm working with lots of different drummers, and Guy did a couple of shows, and it's really great to have him there because he's a fantastic player, and obviously we have a lot of history, we understand each other very well, and I did think, obviously that's going to mean a lot, a lot to a lot of people who like that band, but surely, if anything, doesn't it make it even less likely? that he's playing as my drummer as a solo act doesn't that make it less likely that the band will get well, back together how I'd see it from the outside is if you don't know that's two at least well, that's two of you together again yeah. so at least two of you are talking that's well, more I think, than I think that's maybe the misunderstanding that people sort of assume that we hate each other and we okay. haven't talked for 12 years which is nothing which to is be further right. from the truth yeah, fuck no, those guys no, no it's not <laughs> I see them quite regularly I see Guy very often because he lives around where I live John I was seeing quite regularly until he moved up to Manchester so it's not because we're not friends it's just because we like deeply deeply do not want to do it oh, fair enough, I mean that's fair why enough. Good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah but <laughs> on the other side of that, is it just great for you to have a guy playing with you and just give that to the fans at least that you, there is a two of you playing together and you can see that side of your both enjoyment on the stage? Um, well, I mean, I'm happy that people are happy, but that's not part of the plan. I didn't think, oh, it'd be great oh, if we have Guy because people will see him again. Because, you know, I've worked very hard with the number of drummers hmm. who are giving it all they got. And they're all people, my friends from my past. Chris, who's playing with me tonight, he was sort of, back in the band days, he was always there just slightly out of frame. In the video, you see me and Guy and John, and then it's Chris holding the boom mic out of shot. <laughs> so he's been with me just as long. Um, and I hope people recognize him. No, it was never part of the plan to say, look, here's two of us. It was yeah. just whoever's free on whatever day. But they're both fantastic musicians. Guy's a fantastic musician, and so is Chris. And I'm, I'm hoping to work with uh, a few more people going on into the autumn. Nice. I'm very excited about working with lots of different people. Nice. Oh, cool. Well, 
Speaking about working with different people yes. and, and kind of left side projects, yes. you're actually going to be playing Arc Tangent Festival this summer. Yes, where I am. You're stepping in uh, for Will on vocals for Black Peaks. Black Peaks, indeed, mm. yes, because uh, he's taking a bit of time off to mm. recuperate. And uh, they had this date booked and they were like, we'd still really like to do it. Do you want to come and sing it? And I was like, do you know any Nirvana numbers maybe we could do like Sliver or something because their songs are very long and very complex <laughs> yeah. so I've got the set list on constant rotation on my iPod trying to I've got an iPod oh, Nano uh, yeah oh, I can get up to 10 albums on that shit wow. 10 albums bleed that bleed that 10 albums there's more than bleed it there's more than 10 <laughs> no, albums more than 10 albums chocolate starfish <laughs> No, that's it. That's just <laughs> that is it. And the deluxe version well, and the yeah, Spanish edition. Yeah. Like, yeah, the remixes uh, are rolling on it. <laughs> and, the, and the Japanese bonus track, obviously. So, yeah. I, so did, I, actually, I actually banned uh, a dance performance of Rolling from my sixth form review. I was like, we ain't having it up in here. That ain't gonna fly. And then it ran under, and I was like, go on, put it Get on. It on. Put it Get on. it on. So I got beef How with How was it received, though? Was it received well? <laughs> Rolling, no, everyone left. I mean, no one came to this shit anyway, Bloody man. Hell. It's the only way you could get gigs back in the day. But yes, no, I can't remember the question, but definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, was, but yeah. black, but with black, black peaks. peaks, black peaks, black yeah. peaks, album. terrified album. and excited in equal yeah. measures. I mean, uh, if you ask me now if I wanted to do it now, I would go run a million miles in the other direction. <laughs> but you give me four weeks, and I'll get myself into shape. Those are some big boots to fill. They are, yeah. Also, you to uh, knowing every word. Really fucking far away. <laughs> <laughs> so, ask me how I feel in a few weeks, and yeah. we'll, we'll get it. Well, it sounds like it's definitely going to be a unique performance, nonetheless. Let's say that. I can yeah. guarantee that. Yeah. Why is he removing all his clothes and just crying? <laughs> well, it's some unique shit. <laughs> yeah. He started just caught and rolling over yeah. the top. <laughs> yeah. He's arced back to the interview in 2003s. But yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, but with, with all that, we've mentioned that you have loads of inspirations outside of music. Uh, yeah. Can you talk to us a, a little bit of, about that and really how do you unwind uh, when not on the road? Because music obviously is such a big part of your life. There must be a period where you like to shut off from that a little bit and escape in other ways. Yeah, I do like to um, I like to go around to old castles. I've got a big uh, love of history and British history. I'm lucky I, I don't fly. So all the other history can go fuck itself but I'm never gonna I'm never gonna no other never gonna get to Machu Picchu as yeah. much as I would like to but um, that's lucky for me because Britain is so old and there's a lot of uh, amazing stuff to see and I'm a big uh, fan of the medieval I'm gonna say fan of it would have been horrible to be there you would have got killed with a sword within five minutes but the medieval periods uh, I love to research into that and so I go around the country and I look at these old castles and I sit in King Henry's chair and and uh, and I eat cheese and biscuits and I'm really pretty middle-aged nice. you know I'm only 36, I think, but I've been a men member of English Heritage for four years, you know. I get half price on that shit. Nice. So that's what I do to relax, to unwind. Nice. Okay, and nice. Uh, yeah, you do a lot of uh, illustration as well, I believe. Yeah, well, I mean, but that's work as well. Yeah. Th I, that used to be what I did to unwind. This is the thing. The old adage or adage goes, if you find a, if you make your job your hobby, make your hobby your job, you never you'll never work again. Yeah. But on the flip side is that if you make your hobby your job, you ain't got a hobby no more. 
Because you're a busy job. That's yeah. true, yeah. So I used to, when I was a kid, I used to draw comics for fun and I used to sing songs for fun. And now I won't sing a note till somebody pays me. <laughs> so, so I have to find other hobbies. And I recently, well, over the past few years, I got really into like uh, collecting action figures. Oh, nice. Like okay. 80s, like Ghostbusters, nice. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm always, in, I love the Saturday morning cartoons and I still watch them. Nice. And the, the action figure line, so I've got big love. If you've ever seen any of my YouTube videos in my study, you can see them all, all the action oh, figures behind me. Get on it, yeah. Transformers? There you go, fuck themselves now, Transformers. What? Come no on, Transformers? No Transformers. Think about it, you're in the fucking car, they're like, you get fucking sliced up Yeah, you'd be absolutely smashed about the safety aspects. That is true. But with that, what's the most outrageous thing you've had to do to get a... No, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. What's the dirtiest thing you've done for a No, I didn't. That's what he's getting to, I think. What I meant was, is that if you have to go out of your way... I'm going to tell you one of my bizarre stories now, man. Okay, good. I like bizarre stories. When I was at school, when I was a young lad, when I was like six years old, I had the Winston Zedmore figure from Ghostbusters, right? But I lost the gun. And this, I knew the little kid from the year below me called Mark, I think his name was, and he was like, I got that Winston Zedmore gun. And I was like, hey, yo, I got 10 pence, which is a lot of money in those days. I was like, well, you sell me that gun. I'll give you 10 pence. He's like, well, I should have really. I was like, come on. Think of how many sweets you could buy why with is he it. Way, why is he some way younger than you? Because he was. <laughs> he was a big age gap, <laughs> five, six. <laughs> I was like, think of how many penny chews you could buy with 10p. I and it took 10. him a while yeah. because he'd only like first year maths, right? And I was like, it's 10, brother. It's 10. Anyway, he was like, oh, all right then. And so he was like... He came back to school and I was like, hey, yo, man, you got the gun? He's like, yeah, I got the gun. <laughs> and I gave him the 10p and he's like, safe, safe. And then he fucked off. And then the next day he came and was like, I got in trouble. Because his mom saw him putting the 10p into the piggy bank. Uh-oh. And she's like, what are you selling your toys for? And he's like, oh, sorry, mom. So he got in real trouble. I ain't giving the gun back. He had the 10p. But <laughs> this is going somewhere, right? Because yeah. he sold me that toy, even though he really shouldn't have. And I was quite persuasive. I'm a good, you know, I get what I want. And uh, <laughs> little five-year-old kid. I break them down. Anyway, (laughs) years later. Easiest to rob from. (laughs) Years later, I was looking at the Thundercats Sword of Omens on eBay. And if you get one complete, they're like through the roof money. But the little pommel bit that holds the batteries in, that always falls off. Everyone lose that, right? And I was like, so what I want is I want to get the sword without the pommel. It's like next to nothing, worthless. Hmm. I bought that and then I got to keep my eyes peeled for the pommel. See if someone's selling it separately. I just found this bit. And I saw this dude selling the pommel and I could see like the bids were going up over like and it wouldn't have been a saving anymore so I emailed him I was like hey yo how about you send me that pommel I'll give you X amount of money I bid over I was like just what cut the hassle don't worry with the bid just send it to me now for like whatever it was 30 quid turned out it was that same kid from all those years ago no way it was the same kid who I'd hassled into selling me his Ghostbuster gun here I was again 30 years later he's like Ledman it's not out again (laughs) hassling me into selling this sword he sold it to me he loves the green what do you say (laughs) or the silver he do anything for the so I got that good hassling that guy sorry man sorry Mark good Story. That was a that's great story. That's brilliant. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that's that. That's absolutely brilliant. True. It's I true. can't get over your hatred for Transformers, though. Um, <laughs> it's more like an indifference. <laughs> Sir. Yeah. I don't know now. Um, yeah, yeah, sorry. Well, with that, there's a, there's a thing on the on the podcast we like to uh, bring up every once in a while. And it's uh, talking about the stories of people you've met in the music industry that might have surprised you. If it's anyone small that you've been really influenced by, you never thought you would, or yeah. just meeting people that with a reaction you weren't expecting. Is there, is there anything like that that comes to mind for yeah, you? The President of the United States broke my fucking heart, man. 
They were my favorite band in the world. I love them so much. And we found out we were going to support them. And I remember that's the highlight of my career. Not playing with them, mm. finding out we were going to support them. We were so happy. I was in Guy Davis's bedroom and John was there. And we just got a phone and we're like, we're going to support the president. And it just blew our minds. And then we met them. They were such dicks. Oh, and they broke yeah. my fucking heart. And Chris Ballew, who I worship, <laughs> I went to him to say after the sound check how much I love presidents, and he literally closed the dressing room door inch by inch in my face, really slowly, while still going, aha, yeah, aha, yeah, as I was talking to him until it was fully closed and uh, I was still talking. So oh. fuck you, presidents. I loved you, you yeah. broke my heart. And uh, they, you ain't gotta be like that. You ain't no. gotta be like that. I would <laughs> never no, no treat reason. anyone like that. Even if I fucking hate your band, I will watch your set, man. Everyone deserves that basic respect, I think. Hmm. And even if you're not in a band, I'd never slam a door in someone's face, apart from Chris Ballou. Was it just a one-off show, or was it a couple of shows? It was a few shows, yeah. and they ignored us the whole time. Uh, and oh, I asked them to play one of my favorite songs, and they literally laughed at me. They just they didn't even reply, they just did a laugh. Uh, <laughs> it was hideous. It really, really killed me. No. So don't buy their records, don't buy their merchandise. <laughs> Let's boycott them, because they are heartless bastards. Well, nice. but on the flip side of that, is yeah. there anyone on the nice? nice? surprisingly you nice? Expect or? to be nice? I tell you who I didn't expect to be nice, so nice, Zig and Zag. <laughs> well, I wasn't expecting that. Turns out Zig and Zag are big fans of uh, Jamie Lemon, which are I didn't they? realize. Yeah, we got in touch on the internet and they just love it. And they, okay. sent me, they sent me a picture of their record collection. They've got every record I've ever released, which is good because I've got Dem Girls. <laughs> Zig and Zag, yeah. Zig and Zag. And we used to come on to Dem Girls, Zig and Zag, uh, when we were back Full in the circle. band. They were a big influence on us, Zig and Zag. <laughs> I love them. How does that? And it uh, turns out the the feeling is mutual. So nice. to talk to them and then be such nice guys from another planet, uh, it's Mike. really great. Zig and Zag, they're yeah. my top, they're my bros. I, I'm mind blown over yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think we can. There's a lot happening. <laughs> how do you even? Yeah, how did I? I can't even fathom how. When was that the last time I saw Zig and Zag? That's the bloody question. They're still going. They're man. still going. Yeah, I've seen them about somewhere. I can't remember where. That's good, though. It's yeah. good to know, yeah, it's yeah. still kicking. It is, no, it is really good to know. Yeah, I've, I've stumped by that. Yeah, but with all that, of course, you're always a very, very busy man, but is there anything now you've got on the horizon that little secrets or surprises we can expect from Jamie Lemon? What, what's, what's the plan going Ooh, forward for the rest of 2019? That's secret. Well, I'd really like to get back into the studio maybe early next year and get something else out there. Um, I want to give this record its its time. I want to give it at least till the end of the year to really sink into the consciousness. And I'll you know I'll be playing mostly this record for the for the next year to to give it its due because I spent so long on it and everyone's worked so hard on it. But sort of coming up next year, I'd like to start working on some more stuff. And obviously, I'm going to Europe with Black Peaks mm. in October and planning some shows of my own towards the end of the year. Hopefully, um, going out to Germany to do. Uh, festival in a couple of weeks time and then hopefully going out there in the new year so there's lots of stuff in the diary we have to have like a big old meeting and pin it all down but there's lots of stuff I want to do there's not enough hours in the day man no no correct, correct. Yeah. so just correct. keeping busy and just continuing to write and Keep everything in between absolutely all the time never stop awesome never stop yep nice That's cool good Sweet. way to end well, awesome uh, I was going to say, where can people find you online? But it's just search Jamie Lenman now. Search on the, it's on only Google. one Jamie Lenman. It's only one. Yeah, nice. So That'll be who you thank find. you very, very much yes, for doing this. You're welcome. Thank you for your time and uh, yeah, good luck with everything. Yeah. Thank Cheers. you. Please thank never you. It's good die. Good to see you, man. Thank you very much. Cheers, boss. Thank you. Sapman! Sapman! Wait, are we doing that? Do we no. do that? No, no, we don't. We don't do we that. Just go. Yeah, we just Way. go. We just go. 
Let's do that then. But let's keep this bit in as well. This bit right here. Right now. Yeah. Right here. Right now. Oh my fucking right god. Right here. So that was the great Way, <laughs> Jamie Lennon. That was Jamie Lennon. It was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. We both sounded so enthusiastic and then had nothing to say. Way, that was Jamie Lennon. Yes, Jamie Lennon, right here on Sapnin Podcast, yes. episode 37. Yes. It was a good chat. It was very interesting. I can't believe uh, that I didn't know how much of a toy figurine collector he was yep. and those stories about getting those missing pieces from his mate in school and those worlds colliding I again is get over. He said outstanding he didn't like Transformers yeah I can tell you were a little bit offended you didn't like Transformers what a mad bastard to not like Transformers <laughs> how can you not like how can you be into all those cartoons and not like Transformers I don't know I loved Transformers as a kid he loves Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah but he doesn't like Transformers he did say they're impractical because, you know, you could be driving and then they change. But I don't think they'd go into the robot while you'd yeah, be driving you on the, the M4. Yeah, but the terrible, terrible films are out now, Shia LaBeouf's in Bumblebee all the time and Bumblebee, he just appears on Bumblebee's hand. So ah. it's not about crushing. But then if you're looking at flaws for things, right? Look at the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Why oh. did they have bandana? Like, why did they have those things on their eyes? But the... Cause to to disguise them yeah Mark well, for being the four six foot turtles who constantly yeah. hang around New York it is New York people say strange things in New York every day uh, bro I've been in New York upwards of three times right okay never That's once have I seen a six foot turtle in New York so why okay. do they each, why do they have to have the coloured bandanas on the eyes we know you are you're the turtles bro <laughs> you're the giant teenage mutant Tall turtles. Okay, that's true. And you have been to New York triple the amount of times I've been there, so I'll take your word for that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so I, I am definitely more likely to see sewer-based <laughs> creatures, and I? Because I've been there more new, so... This has gone weird. This has anyway, gone weird. Thanks, thanks James. Yeah, thanks again to Jamie Lemon. Of course, remember, he'll be performing with Black Peaks at Arc Tangent Festival next week. That's a treat. You can get 10% off your tickets for the festival by listening to the podcast and using the code SAPNIN at arctangent.co.uk forward slash tickets. Yeah, get them in, babe. Go and see all those awesome bands like Coeys and Cambria, Battles and Meshuggah, and have yep. a right good laugh. But that performance... Jamie's doing with Black Peaks is going to be like a, literally a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Yes. Have you ever seen anything like that before, Sean? A colliding of worlds? No. Never. Oh, wait, no, I have. Oh, you have? I have. No, I have, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, w one year, uh, 2004, I went to America for the first time. Um, I was invited out by Lost Profits to go and tour with them on their bus. Oh, nice. So I went out with them. And then they were playing a festival called Tampa 97X. It's a radio festival. If you type in 2004, Tampa 97X, and My Chemical Romance, you will see what I'm about to spe speak about. Apparently, I woke up that day and uh, Gerard, Gerard I call him because I'm Welsh, Gerard he calls himself, so we've got to go with that, haven't we? Gerard um, was ill that day, so couldn't make it, so Mike came out to kind of pull out. But uh, Take a Max Sunday were playing, so Take a Max Sunday, during their set, Adam had the four other members of Mike Chem come out and play the song I'm Not Okay while Adam sang it. Oh, so that was awesome. good. That was emo 
legends collide. Yes. I would have loved to see that. That's outstanding. Yeah, and it's on uh, it's on the YouTube as well. So if I, I don't know whether you can see me in the background, standing inside the stage, like <laughs> vibrating like an excited child, but uh, just screaming the words from the side. Is it? 2004, bro. 15 years That's ago. That's crazy. Oh. That makes you feel old, doesn't it? Yeah. <sighs> I wish I was dead. Anyway. Anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah. So on. make sure you go and check that out. Our tangent. Jamie Lemon stepping in for Will on Black Peaks. Yes. Uh, awesome it's a treat. Stuff. It's a treat for everyone. So yeah, yes. make sure you catch that. Um, if you want to tweet us any ideas for the shows or any any guests or um, anything you want to know about being in a band or podcasting or anything really anything that me or Morgan have done you want to know about please get in touch on Twitter and Instagram at Sapninpod that's at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D and uh, yeah yeah even if you just want to know what my Saturday evening is going like I'll tell you it's not that tweet interesting. Him. Yeah, tweet him directly. Um, I don't want to see that. I don't oh, you can do right. that at mhrichards ah, underscore as right. well. But another great way to talk to me is through our Patreon ah. because we really like to connect with our patrons, don't we, Sean? And, and build this nice family and community that has been over the last couple of months. And you can be involved with that if you head over to patreon.com forward slash sapnin. Clever boy. I like it. I like it. Well remembered. Um, yeah, check out patreon.com forward slash sapnin if you want to support or help out the podcast or you've enjoyed any of the last 37 hours of bollocks we've spoken about. This That's, is mad, isn't it? Yeah, it is mad. Thank you so much to the current Patreons, to all the guests we've had, uh, to the PRs that have helped us out, to the festivals who've had us on board. Who else can we thank? I just the th- listeners, anyone who listens every week, That's shares true, yeah. it on their Instagram <laughs> probably, probably stories. Should, yeah. Maybe we should have started with that. If yeah. you're sharing your Instagram stories, post it on Twitter. Nag your friends, your enemies, enemies. I was gonna say your lovers. Perhaps um, you got friends and lovers, <laughs> or maybe you got enemies yeah. who are lovers. Tell your side piece. <laughs> your side piece. <laughs> I don't know why I went so hip hop with that. <laughs> Sorry, so horrible of me. Oh. Yeah. Oh, if you listen to this, give it to your side chick. See what she got to say. But as well, we should say a special thank you to the elite members of our Patreon. Really, shouldn't we, Sean? Yes, we should. And we are going to, Morgan. Nice. When are we going to do that? Right now. Dana Lasnova, John Price, Emma Barber, Liam Connolly, Kylie Wheeler, Scarlett Charlton, Janelle Casson, Paul Hirschfield, Nathan Croshaw, Sam Ledgerwood, Mitch Perry, Becca Vaughan, Kirsty Dean, Craig Harris, Emily Senegals, Lucy Diaz, Martina McManus, Hugh Stockwell, Mark Planton, John and Emma, Marcy Jacobson, Kieran Lewis, Sharif Awad Ali, Jordan Burchard, Mike Cunningham, Lydia Anderson, Livy Cropper, Scott Jones, Becky Mayoko, Luke Price, Tony Michael, Jamie Bloor, Jane Robinson, Kelly Cannon, Samantha Spray, Amy Thomas, Thank you very, 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 very much. Nice. You guys are absolutely awesome. Thank you very much. It generally means the world and all your support is literally mad. So thank you. Always thank you. Always thank you. Um, Yeah, that's it, isn't it, for this week's? I think so, unless there's anything else you'd like to add, Sean. Is there any final words or thoughts or words of encouragement you'd like to... We've got a couple of people message us fanny pack from last week. We have. We should leave them... I like this. Let's leave a word at the end of every podcast. Yeah, I've been trying. Okay. Um, What's the word this week? 
the pressure is well, on. We had Fanny Pack last week. Mm. We've had Blamange. We have had I like Blamange because people have to go, how oh, the fuck? Like, <laughs> imagine you've just finished the podcast and you go, right, Blam- <laughs> B-L-A- M-O-N-J? No, Blamange? No, that's not... And then they've got to Google... How do, yeah, but how do you even type in... How do you spell <laughs> Blamange? I don't know. It's a never-ending cycle. Um, tell you what, meringue. Do meringue. Send, if you've listened to this episode, send us the word meringue. How do you spell meringue, Mog? Don't ask me, have I can't go, even spell... Have a go. How do you think meringue's spelt? Well, there's an M for starters. Oh, he's good. He's good. Yeah. A... R A N G. Is that right? Way off. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, we're not going to give it away because I don't. Want, I wanted to look it up and then send yeah, it to I, us. Yeah. I can't spell, so sorry, yeah. guys. Um, yeah, message us the word meringue, and that's it. I think. Thank nice. you very much. Yes. This thanks. has been episode thirty-seven of Sapling Podcast with Sean Smith, Morgan Richards, and I was. Fabulous guest, Jamie Lenman. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also Raiders are playing in Tiny Rebel in Cardiff tonight. Come down. Those seven o'clock, I guess. Meringue. Listen to Sapling Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.